Welcome, everyone. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to the Prefer Not to Say podcast. It's the final episode of 2020. Yeah, it is. We're, we're finally there. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think we'd make it. Mm. I mean, I knew we'd make it, but. It's like it's- I tell everybody, Greggy T going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of wild to think. Mm-hmm. It just seems like yesterday it was the middle of summer and everyone was just waiting for the end of 2020 to come. So, so fucking uh, end of summer talking about that. Why? Oh, I only needed like seven more days for the snow to not show up. That's all I wanted. It was like, I just didn't want any snow until 2021. Yeah, well, we got the white Christmas. <laughs> Bullshit. I know everybody else wanted of it. one. No, I wanted a green Christmas so goddamn bad. Well. At least it didn't continue snowing. Mm-hmm. Thankful for that. Well, the final episode of the year, I decided to call Looking Back, Moving Forward. And we're going to take this first section to look back at before the show. You ever try to do that? Try to look back and move forward at the same time? No. L- literally? Yeah, literally. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try it. <laughs> Not while recording, though. Look back and just <laughs> keep walking. Face plant into the mic. <laughs> yeah, it just it seems forever ago when we first came up with the idea. We came up with the idea to do it over a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It's uh, holy shit. Been at this for ages. Feels like yeah. Well, I mean, you've been living with us for over a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Seems kind of wild. <laughs> It's mm-hmm. been so it's, long. It's, it's just been mutually beneficial. I didn't see any reason for it to end. You know, it's like uh, we were saying during. Oh, oh, it's it's like uh, you always quote that one dude. I don't know his name, but you always say like fifty fifty or no deal. You know, in in in, in regards to like business relations. Oh, win win no deal. That's uh, the book. Seven habits highly effective people. That that right there. You know, I I saw the situation as win win. I was like. Until either one of us is like, all right, you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Except you couldn't really say that because you're living with us. Yeah, that's what all I'm right, saying. All right, you got to go. Get out of your own place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm throwing you out of your place. <laughs> no. Nah, like the Green would, Ranger did in that episode yeah. where he threw all the Rangers out the Zord. Put them out their own car. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't want to live in, in, in that house by myself anyways. It's so goddamn expensive. You know, not like it's crazy, crazy expensive, but I mean, like for one one income, oof, I don't see how you managed. Well, it, I'm not as good with my money as what I'm saying. I'd have been I'd have been fucked six ways from Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. We managed. Mm. Then shortly after you moved in, it turned into a three income household. And it was yeah. like, wow, we got plenty of money going on around That's here. That's what I was talking about. You know, win win. I was like, I don't, there's no reason to stop this. I saw, I saw it as like, you know, this is just cash flow for everybody. This is good. Yeah, I was surprised. I just happened to get the text. Hey, you still have a room for rent? I was mm-hmm. like, all right, sure. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? Just about the only place I could, I could want to go at the time. Yeah. And then, kind of wild I, di- I didn't think you moving in we'd end up starting something that mm-hmm. would turn into something that got to where it is now it's this cascading effect you know and to, and to think all it started with was us wanting to do a different project mm-hmm. 
and then we decided that wouldn't quite work out. I'm glad we did because this is this is much better, much more manageable. Yeah, it's a lot easier. It doesn't require <laughs> that much. It's it's proven. Uh, it's it, it's it's a testament to stability. You know, it's not something that we're, we were just like, oh, we're overwhelmed and we're going to quit. You know, this is a fucking year and a half later. And we're like, yeah, we're still about this. Yeah. I'm happy with that. I also like how it just started off. It, your voice was really the main <laughs> point of doing this. <laughs> Everyone just loves your voice. How do we capitalize on that? Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I I really should look into becoming a voice actor or something. You know, like I'm sure I don't sound all too great right now, but that's because I napped in the middle of the day, and so I'm like, this is fresh. I'll wake up, Greg. You know? Oh, but, still still in post. Yeah, still in post. Still booting. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. I just I can't believe it's hard to imagine that we pitched the idea of having other people be your mm-hmm. co-host. I don't think it would have it wouldn't have turned out the same. You know, I don't think the chemistry would have been there. Because I remember you vetoed the idea of doing your own show just by yourself. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I say that now or I say that or I said that back then. I said, fuck that as like an idea. But now I Twitch stream. You know, that's me <laughs> yeah. alone before an audience. So like I could probably totally do that now. But I, yeah. I don't know what anybody would want to hear me ramble about for like half an hour. Yeah. And then it was. We thought, oh, do we bring a permanent guest or we do or a permanent co-host or we do bring guests? And then we set on that idea. Well, we're already doing this together. Why don't we both host it? Mm-hmm. And then we talked a bit more. And then you set the date like, hey, we're going to record this day. Let's test it out. <laughs> and we recorded the infamous first demo, oh, which I listened to recently. The and painful demo. It was very cringe. Hmm. I couldn't imagine if we had released that. Yeah, <laughs> it would have just that would have <laughs> fucking crushed me. If I'm being honest, you know, like I I, I oh shared it to I shared it to the Discord, you know, and they were like, "Yeah, it's all right," you know, which means it's shit. <laughs> I, like, I can tell there's a difference between just that episode and a couple episodes later. So I saw it improved by like three percent. Thank you. Well, the first episode was literally just, "Hey, we'll just ramble on." Mm. But that was necessary, you know. You got to take those steps to just get to get into whatever it is you're, 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 whatever it is you're interested in doing. You know, and for us, it was really just just need to put the mic in front of you and just need to talk, get done and over with, get comfortable with it. Yeah, and we recorded four whole episodes with the one mic just mm-hmm. in between us, and then I thought. Okay, I need to get two microphones. And I happened to see the ones that we're using now on sale. So I just bought them both. And then, all right, we got to do the two. And then I came up with the music for the show also. And the change in quality was so dramatic. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure everybody you showed it to made remarks on, wow, yeah. this sounds infinitely better. Like, this actually sounds like a podcast now. Someone, someone genuinely said that to me. They're like, this actually sounds like a podcast now. And at first I was like, fuck you. <laughs> but, but I was it's like, I totally like understand. Yeah. Well, oh. the music and everything and us being on separate channels and being mm-hmm. mixed properly, it did become a real show. Yeah. Looking back at it, I mean, we could have been way more prepared, but I mean, we didn't know anything about host or having a podcast. Yeah, all I did was just listen to him. Yeah. I was basing it off what I listened to. I looked at it, 
this is what you do all right we'll do that no lie um when we were first starting out we were like episode three or four like like post-launch i started well i started listening to podcasts i have absolutely no interest in just to figure out like how they how they organize like hold, having a conversation or like holding a conversation like like npr car talk i don't fucking listen to that oh wow but I, I turned it on in my drive home and i was like i was just paying attention to the way they spoke and i was like yeah okay this isn't far off from how we are oh okay uh just, just throw on a podcast what do they do i don't care about the content i just want to know how it's Honestly. presented yeah it was definitely what was it like for you after that first recording though like the very first one <clears throat> after the very first recording like like immediately after i left the room or like after i put it out to the discord group for the after, first time after leaving the room <clears throat> after leaving the room i was like damn I'm hot. Because <laughs> <laughs> we recorded in a tiny room, which yeah. there is, it got oh, pretty. Oh, man. Two, two dudes in a small in room is a lot of, also just talking all the whole time. That's a lot of hot air. Yeah. But, uh, no, um, after the first episode was recorded, you know, and we walked out of the room, I won't say that I felt like accomplished, but I felt like I looked back at all the years prior to all the times myself and my friends have been like, we should have a podcast. We should have a podcast. We should have a podcast. We always have these interesting conversations. And I was like, damn, did I just start a podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Did I finally do it after all these years? So that's what this is like. You think about something and then you just do it. Oh, what man. was it like when you first put in the Discord? When I first put in the Discord. What were your thoughts when you hit upload? When I, when I when I when I hit enter and I fucking you know posted the link so that everybody could listen to it, I was like, I was nervous. I was anxious as hell, you know, because I put it in the Discord, but more than just my closest friends have access to that chunk of the Discord, you know. So there's, I'm sure, like a couple people I didn't want listening to it, listen to it, but I don't care. They didn't say anything to me. Um, but yeah, I had faith that my friends would be uh, supportive and be honest with like constructive criticism, which they did appreciate that, especially Vishu. That dude, he, he didn't pull no punches. He was just like, yeah, I mean, it's bad, but this is why. And I feel like it could get better. And I was like, yes, that's what I was looking for. That makes sense. Random recordings aren't going to yield any good results. No. What was it like after hearing the second half where it was actually good quality. Uh, actually, actually before I start that, what was it like listening back to those like initial period of the first four weeks where it was just a random one microphone conversation? It, it hurts. <laughs> I only ever listened to it. Like I want to say once or twice after we recorded them. And I was just like, oh, okay, it's fine. I don't need to hear this ever again. All right. Then then we get to the, the, the latter four episodes. Yeah, I don't mind those so much. Those, those feel like an actual show with some production quality. At what point did you get comfortable? Because I know that was the thing was you being uncomfortable talking into the microphone. <sighs> See, as <laughs> throughout my whole life, you know, people have always been like, oh, I like your voice. You, should, you speak with a voice of authority and all that. And I'm like, I don't see it. I hate it. I always get like anxious when people sit there and listen to me talk. You know, I do that same thing that everybody with anxiety does. They, 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 uh, they spit out all this info about something that they're passionate about. And then they just apologize. And you're like, Oh my bad. I'm sorry. I just fucking went on this whole tangent. You know, I think I want to say like, I probably wasn't like comfortable behind the mic until like 20 episodes in. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's about how long it took. You know, that, I, that, I want to say that's when I started thinking about like 
I should make it. I should just drop the Twitch, you know. But oh, what? twenty episodes. <laughs> it takes a long time, dude. So it took six months. Like 30, twenty episodes in general, or twenty of the official episodes. Like I, I want to say like twenty episodes in general. Not not twenty of the official ones, but um. Wow, so almost a half a year to yeah. get comfortable in front of the microphone. I don't know what it is, but now, I mean that's a hurdle I'm over now. I could be anywhere on any show with like video, audio, anything. I don't give a shit now. Slap a mic in front of me. I'll talk about whatever. But <clears throat> what about you, man? What was a uh, what was your turning point? Where, where were you? Like, all right, this is this is it. You know, I have to say, after that first episode. The very first of the first. The very first. Okay. The very first one we recorded. I think it was just because it just felt natural Mm -hmm. having a conversation with you than being in an awkward situation with somebody I don't know very well. Yeah. But it was also I had to get comfortable fast because I was working on it after anyway. Mm. So I know I'm going I'm guaranteed to listen to it again right after. Yeah. And there were moments where it felt awkward, but I was like, you know what? I just got to get over it. Yeah, it definitely. And I didn't really show it to anybody. There really wasn't anybody for me to show it to. I kind of left it. You know, you you kind of started our small little audience to begin yeah. with. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, oh, what was it like the. Was it New Year's Eve? Because mm-hmm. we dropped New Year's. <laughs> what was that like? <laughs> Just knowing the show is going to be okay. out in the world. So it wasn't specifically like New Year's, New Year's <laughs> Eve or New Year's Day. But like as soon as it was like, all right, the episode's out. I, I From then until I had the very first person talk to me about the show, like at work, I was just as anxiety the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't take it. Dude, this just sucked. Oh, yeah, well, man. the first two episodes was Okay. Mm-hmm. This is what we're trying to do with the show. Second episode, this is the stuff about us. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones you just have to get through. It's, they're not good. You just got to get over yeah, them. And then we also, you know, they, it wasn't on you know, Spotify or anything like that. And then episode three rolls around. And that's when the show really kicked into gear. You know, we get on the major platforms and you know, people are listening. Like when I could see the statistics, it's like people are listening to the show. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy, especially because Podbean, you can see different states. So you'll see it. Oh, this person in this state. You can see it through all over the world. You know, throughout the year, I'm seeing mm-hmm. you know somebody in India is listening to it. Somebody in Australia is listening to it. That shit blew my mind. I'm like, what kind of the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they just stumble upon to a podcast. But that first, I mean, I guess it makes sense. You know, I've stumbled on shit before that. I'm like, all right, this is amazing. I have no idea where it comes from. So, yeah, and it just. It felt awkward at first because it's brand new. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I don't know how to feel about this yet. People are listening to it. And, you know, the, the reception was positive. But I still had in the back of my mind something. Yeah. Is it even really worth it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say as as like important as the first episode is. You know, because it sets the it sets the groundwork for understanding both of the hosts you know it's it's kind of like, oh this is what i'm about this is where i explain stuff and like this is how i'm like telling you about my personality and all that stuff there's one thing i regret saying in the first episode and it's not like i genuinely regret it because i don't care sharing that information but like the approaches i got afterwards just oh it made me so uncomfortable <laughs> but so after the first episode dropped i had one of my coworkers walk up to me 
um like in the hallway on our way to like our, our area and he was like so you like being choked huh and i was like oh fuck <laughs> why did i say that was that the first or second episode that was the first episode it was the very was, first episode say, yeah first or second but yeah I, I, I got that question i was like oh why did i say that <laughs> but that just shows it's like you just raw and uncut mm-hmm. this is greg <laughs> nope <laughs> yeah that kind of surprised me when he said that i was like it's like this is on the internet, bro. <laughs> yep, it's out there forever. But that's, that's how I am. I'm not really bashful about anything. <laughs> it's just funny that that was like one of the first things you said. <laughs> I figured, you know, just go far, go go far with it. Go go hard. Have everyone be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, nothing's gonna surprise you now. <laughs> it's also different recording in a room. The listeners aren't in the room with us. Mm. That's why I always think back, <laughs> and I, I think about the things I say, and I'm just like, man, it's. It's a lot different than when I'm in a conversation with like a group of people because, you know, you you have to you have to be mindful of what you say usually. But also Mm -hmm. there's more people talking, so you're less susceptible to word vomit. Mm -hmm. I like word vomit, though. I feel like that's that's an unfiltered form of uh, someone. You know, they just keep pumping out whatever their brain gives them. That's 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 the fresh, raw, uncut individual right there. It's also a good example of all the random stuff we just have stored in our brains. Mm-hmm. Just certain things we'd go into, and I would look back and think, "Wow, our brains are like sponges, except they kind of just soak up everything, and all this anything. information that's not exactly beneficial, but it's there." Numerous people said they've learned a lot listening to our podcast, and I just think, really, yeah. That reminds me. I mean, I, I I don't talk about it too much on the show, like my comic book knowledge. But I was talking to my buddy Connor at work the other day, and <clears throat> I basically dropped a little Batman fact on him, and he was like, "What blew his mind?" And he's like, "Tell me more." And I was like, "Oh, so people really just like soaking in all this info?" And then <clears throat> that really like settles it for me. You know, that really makes it click. I'm like, I mean, I have that information for a reason. I liked it enough to seek it out. Of course, people like this shit. Yeah, so I feel like I don't know. I feel I feel like that's good for uh, understanding and you no know, and having the confidence to put that information out there in any in any form, like in a show or whatever. Um, I mean, someone's bound to find it entertaining. Yeah, I mean, you did. Gotcha here. You have the information. You wanted it for a reason. Other people yeah. are going to want it too. Yeah, I just it's almost hard to believe that we went an entire quarter of shows before pandemic hit for us. Mm-hmm. Because I remember after episode 13, we recorded episode 14 because before we used to record on a strict schedule, all episodes were recorded a week and a half in advance. Mm -hmm. And then (laughs) pandemic hit and kind of threw things off for a little bit. Yep. And then we ended up recording bonus episodes. Yeah. I think that was the most most fun I've probably had uh, with the show, looking back at it. Like the Kit Kat episode was great, but there's more of the Corona bonus pandemic cast. Well, <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to revisit uh, the mm. Kit Kat episode in the next section because that that's one of my personal favorites because mm. there was no point to that episode other than let's eat these Kit Kats with these people and just have a blast. I want to get another set of interesting characters for that, but 
We got to be able to get them in person. I don't. I don't think mailing them Kit Kats would be great. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very difficult to do. Yeah, yeah I think uh, overall, I don't regret doing anything in the beginning, though. Mm-hmm. Especially pre-show. Once we got it done, it felt right. It mm-hmm. didn't feel like oh, this was just a waste of time. Not like you know, he started a project and it, you you can tell when something feels like a waste of time. Like this was this amounted to absolutely nothing. All we were doing is just recording audio. Yeah, you know we didn't <laughs> we couldn't anticipate the kind of adventure that we would have and the <laughs> evolution of the show all together because it's you know it took on a couple different forms. It kind of switched up every you know season or so. Mm-hmm. Every every uh, couple of months. Yeah, I feel like that's that's a good part about PNTS Year One. You know is. It's like experimentation. He- yeah, it's a healthy smattering of different <laughs> concepts. And I feel like that's a, it's like a resource farm, you know? So like year two, year three, we could be like, well, now that we, you know, how to know how to approach all these different concepts and like year two is going to be all this or year three is going to be all this. We know what is necessary, you know, like we had a chunk of interviews and then COVID happened and we weren't able to, you know, have a whole shitload of interviews. So we know we could be like, well, if we're going to, if we're going to focus a whole year around like making it more of an interview based show, then we know we need to have like backups and contingencies and well, we know how to approach a remote yeah. recording. Now we're doing remote interviews. Mm-hmm. We know how to do that. So definitely, I mean, there's a lot of stuff we learned, mm-hmm. you know, putting a show together. It's not easy, but it's not terribly difficult. I love to say pre-show. One thing I appreciate about the early demos is just the energy and excitement there is. Yeah. Like they're almost two different people. It's, you know, two people who are just super <laughs> excited. Like, this is crazy and weird, but we're just going to make this show. Yeah. I've, I, I've listened back to some of these other episodes. Uh, like, aside from personally, I, I can't say for like anyone but myself, but aside from like the episodes where you can tell I'm on like a fucking caffeine high, <laughs> <laughs> you know? there's episodes where I have like all this energy and there's episodes where I'm just like more mellow, which is like right now, like I'm not tired or anything. But I don't know. 2020 is taking its toll, I guess you could say. <laughs> it's you all know. just it's all yeah. it's finally catching up to the you. The amount of <laughs> shit that I've just seen and witnessed. And I'm just like, uh, we're so close I, we're, to 21. <laughs> 2020 fatigue is real. <laughs> On that note, we're going to take a quick water break and be, we'll be right back. Round two, fight. (laughs) We're back. (laughs) That was perfect. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You know, year finale. 2020s finally coming to an end and we're gonna do another segment about looking back we talked about most of the pre-show last segment so now we're gonna talk about just the show in general all year we've done almost an entire year of shows and we did do an entire year of shows yeah all these episodes which what what (laughs) is the episode count at 60 something 67 68 something like that sounds about right Originally, it was only going to be 52 because it was Mm. supposed to be just a weekly show. And then the pandemic happened. (laughs) Yeah, the first quarter was 
definitely the closest thing to the original intention of the show that it will ever be. Cause the original intention <clears throat> really was just kind of a, uh, let's, let's explore us. We're two people. The main thing we have in common is we're both mixed, but mm-hmm. we come from complete opposite backgrounds, like complete opposite ends of the spectrum. And really just see how we interact. And I think there's a lot of great content that kind of exemplifies that. I'd have to say one of my personal favorites was the episode where we traded music. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good idea. <laughs> your, your wild playlist. <laughs> <laughs> it was impressive. This just the, the variety, the variety that was presented in that mm-hmm. was just so amazing. It was like, man, this is definitely not something anyone else would put together. Only Greg could come up yeah. with this list. Who knew you'd get all over the musical spectrum in 12 songs. And what's funny is uh, who knew I could give you something that goes through the entire spectrum of music in one project. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> I was not expecting to like it as much as I did. Especially how just some of the weird stuff, like the five piece chicken dinner, mm-hmm. but then like a bluegrass song playing and they're acting like they're all like hillbillies and stuff that's <laughs> which has no purpose other than just to be funny. Yeah. Back in the day when, you know, a recording studio didn't have enough power to be like, fuck you, don't have fun. Just make this shit so we can make money. <laughs> yeah. Or the or the one we traded movies. That was a fun one. Mm hmm. Because the the day that Earth stood still is a is a classic. <laughs> as primitive as it is filmmaking wise, it's just there's so much entertainment. No one can ever tell me that that movie isn't fantastic. That is that is so goddamn good. Just the, just, just the microwave sound of people getting vaporized. <laughs> the shitty lasers. The the absolute lackadaisical approach to like caring about your kid hello strange man would you like to take him all over the town hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) or the fact that (laughs) it reflects nowadays clad just getting shot for no reason like Mm -hmm. that's the first response he walks out bang welcome to earth pulls out a communication device he's got a weapon (laughs) (laughs) and then they learn not to do that shortly after oh yeah gort plays no game (laughs) gort literally looked at a tank and was like that's done. Zap <laughs> is gone. Oh, man. Yeah, I'd have to say, though, the best episode of that first quarter was the Kit Kat episode. Mm-hmm. Was that the first quarter? Yeah, that was episode 13. Wow. That was like the quarter finale. <coughs> Damn. Yeah, when we had a... Well, yeah, it had to have been first quarter because it was pre-pandemic. It was it was war- literally a couple weeks before. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it was right before that happened. Back before, you know, people were making the jokes, uh, the Corona beer jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'd have to say Dre and Ariel made that episode what it was. Yeah, some of the, some of the more entertaining people I've ever met. Oh man. I know what I'm gonna do tomorrow. I'm gonna go back and re-listen to that episode <laughs> just for them jokes. So, I still think my favorite thing, in your face, all that shit. Is too my good. favorite part is the 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 spots I specifically decided to censor. <laughs> I think I was asking John if he listened to the episode, or he just reached out. He's like, "I need to know what was said there," and I was like, "I'm not telling." <laughs> oh, maybe we'll get an uncut version of that episode one day. <laughs> that one's gonna be behind the wall. Yeah, that, that whole, uh, the fact we ate like 30 Kit Kats, too, was just 
mind blowing in itself. I felt so fucking sick after that. Yeah, I wasn't feeling too great after. Like, I didn't feel that bad, but it was still, this is heavy. This is a lot of sugar. Also, there was one specific moment where you bit into the wrong one and just had the worst reaction. It was some sort of raspberry one. It had some like sort of sugar or something in it. It, it had like a, it had a, uh, what was it? It was like a strawberry shortcake with some fucking chunk in the, in the center. It was like, I don't, know, I don't remember what it was, but it was disgusting. It was like sh- sour sugar type thing. Something, and but it just, exploded. And, and we also kept getting nothing but strawberry and banana flavors. Your least favorite flavors in the world. Some bullshit. I feel like I feel like I, I got played. I feel like you did that intentionally. Mm, let me just grab the strawberry one. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then we had the interviews. Mm. Which were great. I was surprised the amount of people who were like, hell yeah, I'll be on your show. That really It was so weird. I wasn't expecting it. I didn't think people would just be all in. Hey, you want to be on a podcast? Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry. What? <laughs> really? I don't have to convince you? Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like we said, the- it's it's like that episode of Rick and Morty. <laughs> like, son of a bitch. I'm in. Yeah. If somebody had just like, without having the show, if somebody had cold approached me and been like, hey, you want to be on our podcast? I'd be like, uh no <laughs> so yeah when everybody said yeah it kind of floored me i was i, I just i was about it I was like yep all right i was a good crash course in interviewing people mm-hmm. i thought it was like the best people to have too you know like when we had jess on the show mm. that was really great especially because you know she she was somebody who was actually accomplishing things on, on a bigger scale than we we were at that point mm. And she's a natural behind the mic. She may not admit it, but she is. Oh, that was very, very well done episode. When I listened back to that, she articulated very well. And the interview, interview with Lavish, that, that was a fun time. Yeah, I, <laughs> on that a little bit, her articulating really well. I mean, she, to, she, she had a focus <sighs> in like English literature, I think, in college. I can't remember exactly what, you know what degree she has but it's in that general area somewhere so she's like she's she's just built for it she's a literature literature buff so there's no way she's not going to speak correctly right (laughs) yeah i really like the lavish episode especially because it was my first time meeting them Mm -hmm. so i think you were friends with eric already i think was that your first time meeting his brother yeah john in person i I, yeah I i think that was the first time yeah that was the first time yeah they did really well in the interview also also, it's like you're just really cool guys. Very chill. Yeah. Very the lavish brothers. Oh my god. They're great people, honestly. They really are. Buy lots of stuff from them, people. Gold Not just our merch. They do yeah. have some other cool things too. Yeah, they they also they also do like collabs with other people in like the Holland scene. So like I guess like the car scene and whatnot. So if you're like yeah, they do, they regularly do collabs with a lot of the yeah, car I collectives mean, around. You've heard us say before, you know they they do car meets and stuff. Obviously not so much right now, but you know they're like the go to guys if you want to know anything about that scene or get any merch for it or even if you just want to be like, hey, can we talk cars? I'm sure they'd be down. Yeah. And then uh, then we have my friend Ethan on the mm-hmm. show, which. I'm convinced is a living computer. 
Yeah. <laughs> if you saw his spreadsheets, you would yeah. believe that. You, you yeah. that would that would affirm your belief. This man is a robot. Just he's a spreadsheet wizard, and just the way he approaches just systematic things in general. He's really good at organization. Uh, I really wish I was uh, tighter with this other John Lee. I know. Because he he was very much uh, a similar person, and, you know. I just want to get those two in a room and see what happens. See if they like make a supercomputer, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, and then you know we had a lot of we had a lot of fun that first quarter, and then COVID hit. I still think my favorite moment is when we're recording episode fourteen, and we're saying, "Man, it's wild how everyone's getting laid off and companies mm-hmm. are shutting down." The very next day, we were told not to come back to work on Tuesday. <laughs> Oh, man, and so I ended up being off for four weeks and you were off for eight months something like that yeah almost exactly and then that's when we thought to do the corona bonus pandemic cast best best eight months I could have ever like experienced in my life not because like I didn't want to work or anything not because I was like yeah eight month vacation but because so much <laughs> shit changed during those eight months you know like we like I got that was that was when I like really settled into being about the podcast like hardcore you know I was already about it but like that then you have I was the time like, to actually time to focus. think about it and like process it as we went and I was like you know what this is great I really want to like make sure that like this does not fail like I'll push other shit to the side to guarantee that this continues and then you know starting the the Twitch stream you know. Um, I tested out a couple other things that I, I realized I didn't have a passion for. You know, I was like, I'm going to teach myself guitar. And then I learned a little bit about it. And I was like, I derive no joy from this. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> you got to be you wired know? for it. I'll tell yeah. you, doing music, you have to be wired. Your brain has to be wired for it because it's just definitely. It requires. I just knew like outlook and way of thinking that just is hard to. My whole thing was it wouldn't have been like authentic if it came from me because like I don't have a passion for it. I don't have a desire to like express myself in the form of music. I don't have any of the want that a musician has. So like if I made music, I don't doubt that I could have taught myself the skills and done it. But it would just found it was just felt fake. (laughs) Yeah, it would have felt hollow, you know, but like here's here's music that I made. Check it out. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) no feeling behind it yeah i think uh one of the things i liked about the second quarter was definitely we took a little bit more of a serious turn on some of the episodes Mm -hmm. you know tackled some topics that people actually responded very well to it was like specifically the was the episodes uh man up man down and uh breaking down versus breaking through people yeah. were very receptive of that i remember getting like you know we got people thanked us for those episodes and that was really what encouraged me to like oh we need to continue this yeah i feel like that's really where we hit the prefer not to say you know the ironic title the ironic title <laughs> we're, we're, we're calling things out like hey look yeah we understand what's garbage. This is what we need to do to kind of subvert the you know culture forced on us with the framework of the past. Also, we also did you know, some fun things. You know, me teaching you music and you mm-hmm. teach me magic. That was it. That was a very interesting point. The card <laughs> game, not not street magic. <laughs> <laughs> that is something I did in high school. Yeah, I tried. It was just magic is a very expensive hobby. Yeah. So many. Props. Actually, I say street magic and Magic the Gathering. Yeah, they're, they're both, they're both, they're are. both expensive. A bag full of like fucking thirteen hundred dollars worth of cardboard. 
Yeah, well, yeah, you pretty much got to buy the same in Street Magic if you do card mm-hmm. tricks because you're burning through decks of cards. Yeah, you're marking them, you're cutting them, and you're doing all these things, stringing them together. You know, one trick could cost you a whole deck of cards. Yeah, that's actually that's actually spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I went back to work, unfortunately, and but we kept the Corona bonus alive for the entire quarter because mm-hmm. we just we just needed to do it. People were asking for it. <laughs> Well, we had also gotten requests to do multiple episodes a week. Yeah. <laughs> that was a that was a big motivator for the Corona bonus pandemic cast. And people were like, So are you gonna release more than one a week? Because like I don't like waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I didn't know you liked it that much. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and then COVID got a little bit worse. Yep. And we saw how we uh, as as a country handled it. Yeah, and we only we were only able to really get two more interviews in just because it just never I could never make it work. I mean, working again, and then because when I returned, there was a period I was working overtime a lot. Yeah, making it harder just to do the show, and then I got the bright idea: let me do artwork for every single episode from here on out, which mm. which was cool for a while. And then just after a while, I was like, you know, I'm just gonna put the title mm-hmm. as it's the like, graphic. <laughs> it's like the uh, I don't I forget his name, but there's a comic book artist who way back he drew the soles of someone's shoe very detailed <laughs> and he's known for it now so whenever he does he literally has to do that otherwise people are gonna be like how you're being lazy stop it <laughs> <laughs> yeah we only got two interviews in and that was with um the andreas mm-hmm. the films fatale that was fun and then uh our, our friend internet boyfriend those are two. Those are two really good interviews. There are also two remote interviews. Mm-hmm. Andres is in Canada and Dom is in California. So it's kind of interesting. I feel like those are really good, uh, informative interviews. You know, I I almost feel like I wasn't a part of them, though. Not like not like to be like, oh man, uh, this is bad. No, I mean like they. I don't have anything in common with these two people. So the entire time, I'm just trying to process all this new information and think of anything that I can contribute until Dom got on a Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. (laughs) You found common ground. (laughs) That dude knows how to talk to people. I'll tell you that. I want to say this. Uh, I'm not sure if this is what he did, but it's something I do myself when I'm like in a group of people or like having a conversation, but I'll find someone who's like not having, you're not like contributing and I'm like, there's a reason they're not. And then I'll zero in on that person and be like, all right, well, let's try to get them involved. You know, I'm sure or yeah, I'm sure that's probably what he did. He was like, why is Greg not talking? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? That's probably what that was. And if that was Dom, I appreciate that. But uh, he's just really good at speaking in general. Just mm-hmm. seeing the stuff he posts on social media is. There's no way he doesn't know how to interact with people. Yeah. Good dude. Yeah, and then, you know, and I really like the uh, interview with Andreas just because I think that was the first time I'd actually, like, spoken to him where we could hear each other because before mm-hmm. then it was just literally online. And now we have our own show together. Crazy. It came so fast. Yeah, it just seems wild how it just all came together. But yeah, that was a, you know, that was a, that was a fun quarter. I'm not going to name anyone's name because I don't want to put them on. I don't want to put them on blast, but I'm going to be hounding them about starting the other show. <laughs> like, I, I can't not. This, it kind of frustrates me that they're so goddamn busy all the time. I'm just like, oh, I need to like buy your time or something. <laughs> like here, here's money. 
Give me your time. We're doing this. It's the, it's that crazy. So I know that show is going to do well. Yeah, but yeah, it was. Uh, trying to think, was that also? I think did that episode we do the count base D episode? Huh? Was that the quarter? Did we do the count base D episode that quarter too? I have no idea. I think we did. Yeah, no, we did because it was one of the that season that quarter we kind of tried to uh, play around with longer episodes. Oh, yep. At least I think it was around then. Um, I mean, if not, it's in the ballpark. Which I think it was cool that uh, he he shared it when I tagged him in it. I was like, oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was, and then I saw like a little trail of other people sharing it too. I was like, oh, cool. And then he actually, uh, I don't know if he, he followed me on Instagram personally and then like sent me a message saying, thank you. I was like, oh my God. And then he gave me a, uh, sent me a link to a single that wasn't out yet. Hell yeah. I was like, oh my God, what? That's how you know he's real. No, he's just like that. He's very much, he very much wants some sort of connection with the people that support him. Mm -hmm. Like when, uh, you know, Spotify wrapped thing happens, he says, anybody who was in my number one listens, message me and I will follow you. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I also, I think one of my favorite things was, when that I think what was it the for a second quarter it was like we had the whole thing planned out then COVID hit because yeah. we were supposed to do more interviews and then Derailed we couldn't so fucking hard <laughs> we were like we got to come up with something so just things changed around and then the no, third quarter was kind of like a mixture of everything mm-hmm. and <clears throat> we just kind of kept it going I mean I think that that was kind of where we hit our stride there were also shorter episodes are a little bit easier to digest and. Yeah, it kind of bled over into this last quarter where we just kind of, I think we know what we're doing. We're just kind of waiting. We need to get through this first year before we can really hit our stride. Yeah. I'll tell you what I was not expecting. I was not expecting to enjoy the John Wick trilogy as much as I did. Oh, that's right. We did that one. Yep. That yeah. literally, I came up with that on the spot. I just thought we need to do something to fill in these spots yeah. that were supposed to be interviews. I generally have no interest in like just you know action flicks like that. You know, it, if it's gonna be an action movie that I got, that I'm watching, something like beyond possibility has to hop, happen for me to really get hooked. But like twenty minutes into that first movie, and I was like, I have to see them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also not. It's not like the other action movies. I think mm-hmm. that's the thing. Especially it's just it's Keanu Reeves. He really mm-hmm. sells that performance real yeah i just i just remember thinking i was like hey have you seen the john wick movies no all right they're all in the voodoo we'll watch them we'll talk about them (laughs) (laughs) that was that was one of my favorite episodes because how wild that series is also how the the world they kind of create for it is actually kind of interesting Just this whole community of assassins, like they have their own hotels and their own currency. I think that's why I like it so much is that there's a there's a good amount of world building in it. You know, it's it's, it operates on its own logic that isn't quite real world uh, real world analog. It's it's beyond just a simple narrative. You know, there's there's depth to everything. It also makes way for expansion because Mm -hmm. John Wick retired. It was trying to retire, and then it didn't quite work out that way. 
it was kind of crazy though because you, you think how can they come back for another one and then they come up with a perfect plot point for each one mm-hmm. and then the last one was just open-ended enough to where okay we can come back for four and then they announced i think they're doing five <laughs> and they're also doing the tv series for the continental <laughs> They're really going to get every penny out of this, out of this. Uh, I am curious franchise. to see the series about the organization itself. Cause it's not mm-hmm. going to be John Wick centric. I think they said they might have them appear, but it's about the organization itself, which I was really curious, especially because the currency they have and the fact they could literally just flip, throw this gold coin at somebody and it just literally pays for whatever they need. Honestly, that's, that's, that's the thing that confused me the most. Like, what is the, what is the, uh, equivalent exchange what's USD for? Yeah. What's the USD on that fucking gold coins? Like if it, it ranges, you know, a gold coin gets you a gun, but it also gets you a fucking car, but it also gets somebody to let you into this building. And it also, it also pays for your hotel. Yeah. I'm like, what, what the f- <laughs> are you underpaying for a lot of stuff or are you overpaying for a lot of stuff what's going on it's here? just all relative it just mm-hmm. there's no real value it's just these are <laughs> these are the coins they deal the, in the gold coin is more of like a symbol more of like a uh this this is a appreciation in some form you know <laughs> i wonder oh, how many how much it costs to zero somebody <laughs> you know is one co- is one coin enough to get somebody killed <laughs> Uh, all right i think it's about time for another break so everybody grab that water and we will back for the final section of the year finale Welcome to the final installment of the year finale of the Prefer Not to Say podcast. 2020 is almost over. We've almost made it. Just, it's just a matter of days. Just a couple. I mean, this is probably dropping on New Year's Eve. So yeah. if, you're, if you're listening to it then, it's, it's one day away. <laughs> just a couple of hours. <laughs> you're almost there. Midnight is not too far away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, once season... Or like the third quarter of the year, I think we just kind of hit our stride. You know, there wasn't anything too off from what we'd been doing. I mean, no, we did we did the ser- we did every we did kind of like a mini series, a few different ones. We did get shit done, pointless debates. I really liked pointless debates. Yeah, that that was a fun one. Was there another one? I can't even remember. My shitty memory is rubbing off on you. <laughs> no, I take that back. I think we just had the two and then we. Oh, no, there was another one. I can't remember what it is, though. I'll have to look it up just because. I know it's something because we kind of. So remember, we ended up only doing like around eight or so of each because uh-huh. we were because we were actually we were releasing multiple episodes a week. We were kind of playing around with that format and while that kind of it worked, it was just now I'm curious because I I entirely do not remember a third set of uh I swear there had to have been. All all I can bring to mind is the uh get shit done and pointless debates. If there's something else that's gonna like Oh no, me. it was that. It was just it was those two and then that we had like 
other episodes that weren't part of a series. Oh, I yeah, mean, they kind episodes. of okay. Yeah. Oh, there was a thousand listens episode. I forgot about that. We yeah. had a thousand listens. That was a big mark. We're at over sixteen hundred. Hell yeah! I mean, yeah. I mean, we could only do. We really only do so much. Mm, we can really only expect so much during all of this. Yeah, I mean, this is only the fourth episode of the of the, the last quarter of the year. Because mm-hmm. you know, there were weeks we didn't put any out. Well, there was the move where we didn't put any anything out. We were gone for a month. Yeah. I mean, we still actually the count here says sixty six episodes so far. So this will be what sixty seven. I mean, sixty seven episodes in fifty two weeks. Yeah, that's. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that's 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 more than what we aim for. We aim for fifty two. We got 67. Yeah. I mean, we get we we also did a coronavirus reprise six months later after pandemic hit here. Uh, we we just did the Corona bonus holiday special because <laughs> holiday in quarantine. We're going to fuck around and have to do the Corona Corona bonus reprise reprise in six months because we're not going to fucking get out of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> you know, we've been in the pandemic for about 37 years now. Please don't ruin my 2021. Damn it. <laughs> It almost makes me question. It's like, do we just got to let people die and try for the herd immunity? Huh. We shouldn't, but it's not. We shouldn't. Definitely. Gonna, we don't want it's that. Gonna, it's going to inadvertently end up being that, though, you know, because nobody's taking it as seriously as they should. People are going to continue to die until we reach herd immunity. That's how people are. Yeah. I mean, unless these vaccines are like the shit. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, people have an adverse effect so far. Yeah. I mean, people That's have adverse effects to a lot of vaccines, but that isn't me just trying to brush it off and be like, oh, it's not that serious. Get it right now. You know? Well, it's one of those things where people are like, oh, see what's happening. I'm not taking that. Mm-hmm. And it's only, I think it's only because it's this. If it was another thing, we'd be, we wouldn't even make a thing of it. Yeah. I don't think a thing would be made of it. Yeah, it's who knows. I caught it and survived. I'm very thankful for that. I don't think you're like at risk of really suffering too harshly anyway. No, I wasn't. Mm -hmm. I wasn't bedridden. Those are the people who I think should be really considering the vaccine is the people who like if they catch COVID are just like done, you know. I remember my favorite thing was somebody shared. They It says verbatim. I think vacation should be mandatory, but everybody instantly reads it as vaccinations. Yep. And I was getting comments and like, well, I don't think you should be told it'll be put in your body. And I'm like, you might want to reread that because your response doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, <laughs> I don't think, blah, 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 which you should put in your body. What, my ties? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, I had a couple people, I was like, you should, you might want to read that again because I don't understand what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they reread, they're like, oh, got me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good one. It, it just shows that it's like, do you even read anything in its entirety before you rattle off an opinion? I had to do a double take. Like, I read it as uh, I think va- uh, <laughs> vacation should be mandatory. And I was like, what the fuck? What do you mean? And then I read it again. I was like, oh, it's a vaccination <laughs> you almost, you almost like, did I read that wrong? Hold up. Does it mean vaccinations? Yeah, like I had to check. I was like, "Is it? wait, was that a typo? Did I just speed read through that? I wasn't sure. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a few people comment. It's just funny because it goes to show the theme of the year where people aren't even like really paying attention. It just shows they're they're more concerned about rattling off an opinion than they are actually understanding what they're consuming. Mm-hmm. Like all, especially all the conspiracy theory stuff. The only time I feel like people should feel absolutely free to just instantly make and make a, a like a very aggressive shitty assessment and be like, "This is bullshit," is like when Congress tries to pass a bill because one hundred percent of the time there's bullshit in there. One hundred percent. You mean the like time. the the one that's over five thousand pages yeah. that they got two hours to read? So I'm saying, ain't ain't nobody reading that shit? They didn't read it. Of course, the citizens aren't fucking reading it. But I know there's bullshit in there. So feel free to post and be like, that's everyone's bullshit. looking at it like, oh hey, if you read this, this is what's really in here because mm-hmm. it's not the entire thing isn't a stimulus. That's literally one fraction of what they're trying to pull. Why can't I don't understand that? Why can't they just just one? One thing. thing at a time. Yeah. Why is it all got to be a billion fucking things in one package? I think I'll calm the fuck down and just piece this shit out. Oh, it's the game they play. If it's too long, they won't read it and they'll just sign it because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. They're not concerned. It doesn't affect them anyway. Gross negligence shirking their duty. I just love how Trump's trying to push for $2,000 stimulus. Like, dude, there's no saving grace. People still hate you. (laughs) It's like, oh, it's confirmed I'm not going to be president again. Oh, everybody hates my guts. Yeah, so we should give everybody (laughs) $2,000. I want what Canada did a month. Uh huh. $2,000 a month. That'd be wild. Every time I tell someone, I'm like, I kind of want to move to Canada, but I can't really afford it right now. And they're like, no, you don't, because blah, 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 you have less freedoms. I'm like, shit like that kind of makes me okay with it. <laughs> I mean, they're not. It's not perfect, but no place well, is. I don't understand. That you have less freedom. You can say that about anywhere. Most mm-hmm. places have freedom. It's just you're not free to be racist anywhere else other yeah. than the States. That just seems, that just seems like, is that is that what it is? We don't label we don't label the people we should be labeling terrorist groups like bad organizations because of freedom. Yeah. But I don't know, we'll see what happens 2021. New president. Mhm. See how long you last before his ticker gives out. I don't know, I'm just I just can't wait to see how the pot evolves. I'm trying to really blow it up this year. That's what I'm looking forward to. See the Twitch stream. Mm-hmm. Now I got a bunch of projects I'm going to be working on. Oh, this is going to be the year. I'm trying to have like all my free time be consumed with something productive. Yeah, that's a good goal. I mean, you have no obligation other than work. Yeah, that is all like, oh, that's, that's the best thing about like being me right now. Like, I, I hate to say it like this to, <laughs> to the women I've loved, but I'm so glad I'm fucking single right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate any of y'all. I'm just I'm free to do all this shit. Yeah, and it's like you wouldn't have that in a relationship unless there was somebody who was one hundred percent wanted to support you. Mm-hmm. They're they're like they're unicorns, pretty much. Yeah, I I fortunately have that. Mm-hmm. Not everyone else is is so fortunate. Yeah, I got so many things, and you're definitely trying to get some more bigger interviews. Mm-hmm. I want to get to the point where we're interviewing famous people. <laughs> Yeah, that that would that that'd be that's how I'd know I'd made it if I got to interview somebody that like I I look up to or I really really obsess over the content they create. 
if I ever got Keanu on this show, I would, fucking yeah. die. I would literally, I would finish, That'd be amazing. I would finish the episode and then have a heart attack. <laughs> your final, your final time on this earth was spent with Keanu Reeves. I'd be okay with it. Like there's no better way to die. Yeah. I'm just really excited. Cause that's really what I've been waiting for though. Just, I almost had to, we almost had to get through this year. Like I love doing all of it, but I knew this first year was practice. Mm-hmm. Like I went with it with that understanding, you know, you don't just, you're not a success overnight. Some pods are a success fairly quickly, but you know, you got to have a gimmick or you got to be notable or already have been podcasting. So you already have a built in audience. Yeah. But you know, we're just two random nobodies who decided to start a show. We got 600 <laughs> listens, though. <laughs> to come out of nowhere and do that is kind of impressive. We got tens of listeners. Then have, yeah, tens of listeners. That's, I don't sound like a lot, but that's a fucking lot. I don't have tens of constant viewers on Twitch. Remember yet. when we were so excited to have 100 listens? Oh my God. That was crazy. <laughs> I remember I took the screenshot for 500 and was like, we got 500 listens. <laughs> We're there. We made it. And it's a thousand. It's like, we're there, but we haven't made it yet. <laughs> I'll just see if I can find the stats on um, what the listener count for all the episodes are. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, the three episodes that usually got the most is episode one always gets the most because I assume that's where a lot of people start and possibly stop. <laughs> I don't blame them. And then I think it's just Ethan and Jess's episodes had the most, mm-hmm. but I think they had the most. They had the most reach. Yeah. Where they, they had more people that were going to listen to it. Because it's like, you know, both of them said like, you know, people in our family would listen to it. Their friends would listen to it and all that. Now, we'll have, to, we'll have to get some people back for another conversation to see, hey, this is where we left off at. Where are you now? Yeah. What's changed in your life? You know, how, how, how did you handle uh, 2020? You know, did you make it out alive? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm still just amazed. I'm still more amazed that we got merch out and yeah. people bought it. <laughs> we have clothes with our brand on it. <laughs> yeah, that that and masks that successfully selling is like opening up uh, another. Like, I want to say like uh, like window for me. You know, like I see like hmm. So people can people support this enough to want to buy the merch. Like hmm, maybe. Maybe there's a, maybe there's some other stuff we can do with merch over there, you know. Maybe not d- like specifically PNTS merch, but like I feel like I don't know. I just feel like there's more. Gotta get that Brodo Bird merch going. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's gotta happen. I'm definitely gonna come up with some plans for some boutique Paul mm-hmm. collaboration going on. Brodo Bird face tat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ugh, no. <laughs> Oh man! Anything's better than Gucci Mane getting the ice cream. Yeah, that was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I just mostly want to do more interviews. That like the show is fun in general, but the interviews is really what really made it for me. Just interacting with other people. I mean, it's only so much fun just sitting in a room talking to each other. When you get a third party in, it just opens up this whole scope because the focus is on them. Mm-hmm. Then we get to learn, oh, this is how you are, and this is what you do. This is what you've accomplished. So looking forward, what other projects are you looking to spend all your time on? Oh, mine in general? Mm. I have a lot of music projects going on. 
or that are going to be going on. It's going to culminate into, I think the first, I don't know. I think the first months of the quarter or the year I'm going to, I'll probably just make some content that'll be posting. That's free, Mm -hmm. but I'm probably going to drop some singles. The idea is to drop. I I think the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to have one quarter with where I drop a single a week for a quarter. And then the next one, I'll do like a small EP each week for the quarter. And then I think, I don't know if I'm going to do it depending on how I do those. I might either pick fall or winter for a full length release Mm. because I just need to do the full length record. You know, got the title and I kind of got a concept going for it or how I'm going to arrange it. But yeah, I'm just trying to figure that out. So everything will just be building up to that. And hopefully I'll be able to like generate a following along the way to where it is kind of successful. So that's really where it is that and just building the pod. I mean, also, you know, I got the second show, too. We're trying to do that, yes, you know, sir. get that going, get that nice and big, too. I mean, and that's more of a that's more of a focus podcast, too. It's a film related podcast. So mm. it's it's very it's, direct. And, it's got a niche. Yeah. Whereas this is more so just general. And then we got to kind of this is a great home base. Yeah. This and then kind of kind of building on both of the shows, maybe try to. Get to, I've got I've got concepts for two other shows. Uh, I feel like the PNTS podcast is going to wind up being kind of like a nexus point, you know, like uh, we're going to have all these other projects and all these other things. And what's going to happen is like, let's say, let's say I'm Twitch streaming, you know, somebody's like, hey, I like your content. I'm like, OK, check out my profile in there is a link to the PNTS podcast. You know, they start listening to that. They come across an episode where we're talking about. Like uh, maybe somebody we interviewed like Jess writes for NerdBot and they're like, hmm, what's NerdBot? And they go off over there. You know, they hear another episode. They're like, Boutique Paul makes music. What's that? And they go off over there. And I feel like it's going to be like the center of a, a web that's going to spread out indefinitely. Yeah, so I mean, I'd like, to, I'd like to branch out into other things, too, than just podcasts. Mm-hmm. But that's just, you know, that's stuff we got to explore throughout the year. I mean... Given how things are going, especially with the kind of bank you're making at work, we could, mm-hmm. you know, we could definitely build on this. You know, and we get, we got people willing to contribute. You know, I'm definitely gonna, I'm definitely gonna be reaching out to people for interviews and like other things as well. Because you know, the other thing is you know building community. It's really what it is. I mean, that's really the way to make it in this kind of you know entertainment space. Yeah, that's that's where I'm going. Just I got a lot of projects, and then. You know, definitely, definitely want to become, I want content creation to become more of my center focus in my life. Yeah. yeah. That's really what it is. It's, you know, I, I understand what I fully want to do now. And now I want to pursue it. It's just going to be a lot of scheduling. And, you know, I got an hour drive to work, an hour drive back every day, mm-hmm. working full time and then more motivation. Yeah. And then I've got, you know, some long term things. Like, like I said, I got two other shows that I'm trying to write outlines for. Um, actually one of them I discussed with you already because you know, yeah, we'll, we'll eventually have another pod and it's going to be a little bit more of a, a niche pod, but I think, I think that one will be a hit <laughs> for sure. If we can get it in the right circles, I, I can, I can see that. And then there's one, um, there's another one that is going, going to take a while. It's going to require a lot of research and a lot of writing. And that one, I'm actually going to be reaching out to people who are actually significant in what I'm talking about. So hopefully I can kind of build a profile to where it's like, 
people will be comfortable being like, yeah, I'll be on your show. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm doing by myself. So, but that's just going to be, that's going to be a while depending on how things come together. Yeah. I don't know. What, what do you got? You know, you got the Twitch stream, you got the podcast, you got the Twitch stream. Where, 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 where else does it go? My, my intentions for 2021. First and foremost, PNTS and everything we can do to make it larger. But beyond that, I intend to, you know, come January when I, it's basically like, a, I almost want to say it's a relaunch, but uh, I'm going to go hard in Twitch, you know, try to really hit a, hit a demographic there. I'm going to try to motivate this, this other person to, to create the time so that we can launch another show. Um, and somewhere towards the midpoint or towards the end of it, I want to dip my toes into video editing and start a YouTube channel. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. So my content can be somewhere that just it just exists. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's not hard. Mm-hmm. It's not terribly difficult. It's just it's just you got to learn the workflow and it's painstaking. I've been doing a little bit of video editing for my stuff and it's just it just requires time. Yeah. It just requires a lot of time and a lot of practice. It's worth it though. Like if you can figure out video, that's a that's a, definitely a skill set mm-hmm. that you can take with you. But yeah, I'm gonna definitely be putting some things on YouTube myself. Also, that's another thing is trying to get that going. I, I also I'm gonna get my own Twitch stream this year because I've been seeing a lot of artists yes, do it. I'm like, sir. you know what? I, I need to do it myself. You. Well, I have to, I actually have the space to do it now. That's mm-hmm. that was the big thing is I didn't really I'm not doing it in that tiny room. Mm-hmm. Now I've got a larger room where I can do whatever I want. I also, you know, I can do different camera setups. You know what you need to do when you launch your Twitch stream, you need to have every instrument that you own visible in the camera (coughs) shot so that when people open it up to see it for the first time, they see all of it and they're like, Whoa, this dude does music. Well, I think, well, generally it won't be any, the screen setup won't be much different than how you do yours. Mm -hmm. Cause a lot of people who do streams, they generally like, It'll be a static shot of them maybe playing an instrument, but if they're working on something, it's literally their recording program, and then they're just like in a box. <laughs> so I'll probably do the green screen thing and just have me just like you know, yeah. no box, just me just like in the corner. Yeah, I, I love that. That's the that's the best part about uh, getting the Twitch stream set up. Just green screen. I feel like it was so worth it. wasn't wasn't expensive or anything, but the outcome once you figure great. it out, it definitely is. It adds value to the presentation. Makes it look like it has a good amount of production quality. I put in the effort to like reduce my impact on your view of what's going on. Damn, you're natural at it. I just remember it is so funny. You're just mortified, absolutely terrified of being on camera after, you know, you know, uh-huh. just six, seven months on the pod. You just, all right, I guess I could just broadcast myself out to the world. Like it's nothing. Yeah. I don't know. I just had it. I think that was like the key thing that it, it flipped my, I don't give a fuck switch. You know, and so like I can put any content out there and not really care. <coughs> I'm like, obviously, I give a shit about the content I'm making, but I mean, like people's reactions, you know, somebody yeah. like this is trash and be like, why'd you watch it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, we got we got a lot of stuff in the works. It's going to be a good year. It's definitely the year that we need to really just got to go all in. I mean, now now that we know how to do this. We have, you know, this whole year gave us a different perspective on things. It, it kind of put it into perspective that one, everyone needs to figure out how to be 
I don't know. I don't want to say self-sustained, but that is my real goal. Looking forward, I completely forgot about that. Um, uh, everybody who's who's brought an idea to me and been like, I really want to start this, but I don't know anything about it. Every single one of them is going to get my full attention in 2021. That's what it is. Oh, oh, yeah. you know what? That actually kind of goes along with um, it almost kind of goes along with an announcement I think we're going to be making at the beginning of the year. But yeah, that's definitely kind of build the community even more kind of create opportunities for other people yeah it's definitely it's definitely i think it's gonna be a promising year you know i I think we've definitely motivated enough people to want to do something else you know we've had numerous people say you know after listening to your episode i'm ready to you know just (laughs) just drop everything and do what i want just nine to five shit ain't cutting it you damn right Get ready to just like uh, let's firebomb the workplace. <laughs> Honestly, just one one little step in the worker revolution. If I can't get you to like riot, I'll at least get you to create your own income <laughs> so you can rebel I mean, peacefully. The, the internet level the playing field. You just gotta figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. I think so. That's where we can close the episode. I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been listening since the beginning of the year and the people who've been listening before that. Yeah, this is a, <laughs> yeah, a year plus of, of uh, devoted listenership. That's impressive. Yeah, it's hard to imagine a uh, year. Yeah, I mean, you know where to find us on all the social medias. Instagram and Twitter is at PNTS underscore podcast. You can just look us up on Facebook. Uh, we're our on all the platforms you generally listen to podcasts, there's still a few more I have to put them on, but the main ones, that's mm-hmm. what's important. We got merch. If you want merch, go purchase from our guys at lavish media designs or buy whatever else they're yeah, selling. They usually do. There's shop. a, they generally drop limited stuff from time to time. They regularly have limited drops. Mm-hmm. Like you can only get this product now that we're only making like 15 of them. There's a thousand dollar decal on their shop if you're feeling extra ritzy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you if you're feeling fancy, go for it. Somebody buys that, you have to let me know. Send me pictures and everything. Right. <laughs> if you're in the area, I want to come take pictures with it. Right. <laughs> I think it's nice. Yeah. If you like this show, go listen to my other show, which is currently airing, The K Cut, uh, Andreas, our friend from Films Fatale, and our co-host Rachel, where we talk film. Uh, you can find that at the K Cut. On Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We are on Spotify. I'm in the process of getting them on the other ones, and I forgot how difficult it is because Podbean has a backdoor access to Spotify. So you can just click, oh, upload to Spotify, and it'll do it in a matter of hours. But Apple's a bitch. Yeah, that one was awful. Uh, Be sure to, oh, coming January, Mm -hmm. be sure to watch Brodo Bird on on the Twitch. Yes, sir. Uh, Be sure to follow me, Boutique Paul. I'm gonna have a lot of fun stuff coming. Anticipate the boutique ball Twitch launch. The yeah, that'll probably be later in the year, but mm-hmm. it's it's coming. You know, definitely have to do a crossover. Oh yeah, that's Might gonna have be to great. do a beat set while you're playing We're, a video yeah. game. Yeah, oh my god, <laughs> just playing so beats. <laughs> Check out this co-stream. That'd be oh, wild. Man. Just like you know, <laughs> mute the sound in your game, and I'll just feed a beat set to it. Uh, we'll have to do some like uh. What we'll do some like charity streams? Mm-hmm. Do something fun like here, donate to this. We'll do some wild. Oh yeah, it's uh, been a fun year. 
Uh, before I say my usual tagline, I think I'm going to introduce another tagline for next year. So okay. before I say the one, I'm going to say, uh, I think we should start saying um, collaboration breeds community. There it is. You heard it here first, folks. So I'm going to start saying that before I say my classic tagline. And uh, thanks again, everybody, for listening. But we're heading out. Stay hustling and stay hydrated. Peace. Peace.